Welcome back to another episode of Her Villain Era. My name is Kelly. I would start this off with an apology for being MIA, but I'm not apologizing in 2023. It's just not happening. You will not find me saying those two words. What are they? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just not going to apologize ever again to anybody for anything. So here we fucking go. Lots of updates for you. Obviously, with the holidays, everything was super busy, but I also said in my last episode that my dad was staying with me for 10 days straight, and so I did not get to record. I've also mentioned that I had a nephew on the way, and he was actually born on Christmas Eve. His name is Oliver, and he is so stinking cute. So I've been spending a lot of time with family. I've also been having a lot of technical difficulties with my previous microphone, so I ended up buying a new one, and so you'll be hearing a lot more of me moving forward. I know it's like the fucking boy who cried wolf, <laughs> the Kelly who cried, I'm gonna record every single week. Yep, that's me. Also, side note, a lot of you have been sliding in my DMs saying that I have a hot voice and you guys really are boosting my ego here. Please don't do that. <laughs> Knock it the fuck off. And speaking of boosting egos, I boosted my own ego recently. I bought a plot of land in Scotland so that I can call myself a lord. I don't think it gets worse than that. I'm at rock bottom. And before all of you motherfuckers come in saying, um, Lord's for a male, you're a lady. Shut the fuck up. Nobody asked you first off. And you better come correct when speaking to me because I'm a Lord now. I've been a lady since the day I was born. Okay. I'm not going to pay money to be called a lady when I'm already a lady. So now I'm a motherfucking Lord. I have a coworker that bows every time he sees me and that's the energy for 2023. New year, new me, baby. Let's go. I'm super excited for this year. I feel like good things are coming. You know, 2022 was a really great year, but it was a year of healing. A lot of internal work occurred in 2022. And of course, I'm going to continue that for the rest of my life. But this year, we're just going to apply it all. You know, I put up with a lot of bullshit in 2022. And you won't see me doing that this year. You know how some people are like, I don't really give a fuck about New Year's. It's just another day. Whatever the fuck. No. I'm that bitch that's like, I'm going to be intentional and I'm going to write down all of my resolutions and it's a fresh start. That's me. So, of course, I wrote down all of my resolutions. I usually write about 25 of them. I'm not going to get into every single one because a lot of them are personal to me, but I'll go through some of them. My number one goal for this year is to work on my financial stability. So, I have cut up all of my credit cards and I'm working as much as I possibly can. Last year, I definitely slipped up up a little bit with my work ethic because I got my own place and I was just so excited that I was like, oh, I want to spend all my time with all my friends because before that I was living out in Daytona and I didn't really see anybody very often. So we'll allow it. It's okay. But this year we're working on 
paying off debts and stacking up that savings. However, I do want to travel again. I didn't travel at all last year, and this year my best friend who's a flight attendant is giving me her pass, so I can fly for free for all of 2023, and you bet your ass I'm using that shit. I guess I just need to find some sort of balance between working a lot and saving that time and money to travel. I also have those generic every year resolutions of keeping a strict morning and night routine, not putting up with bullshit from boys, working on intentionality with every interaction, spending less time on my phone and social media, and keeping up with all of my doctor appointments, but I also have some more specific resolutions. I want to utilize my creativity as often as possible. I also really want to take up pickleball. I've never tried it, but I feel like I would really enjoy it. And I also want to do a lot more workout classes. So cycling classes, Pilates classes, hot yoga classes, boxing classes. I just want to do more and I want to experience more. I want a lot more of firsts this year. I want to continue working on my American Sign Language. I want to volunteer at Give Kids the World Village, hopefully at least once a month. I also want to be able to do a split again. I used to do them all the time in Dance and Kickline, but... I lost that shit, unfortunately. We're working on it and we're going to get back to that. And I would also like to see Billy Joel and Harry Styles in concert this year. I already know that I'm going to see Billy Joel in, I think, June in Madison Square Garden. So I'm super excited about that. But those are just some of my goals. Obviously, I have more. Just a few of mine. Hopefully, I gave you guys some ideas. I don't really know. If I didn't, whatever. I'll keep you posted if I do anything specific and I want to talk about it on here. But I just love doing this. I love writing out my goals for the year and I check back on them. I'm not that person that writes them down, puts them in a book, throws it under my bed and forgets about it. I actually do quarterly check-ins. So every three or four months, I will go back to my goals and review them and make sure that either I checked it off or I'm doing it. This year is going to be solid. I just know it, honestly. I feel good vibes all around, and we're just going to live at a higher frequency in 2023. But before we get into my updates from this year, I do have some things that occurred in December of 2022 that I want to talk about. So first of all, if you don't know this, I have a huge terrace attached to my apartment, and it was the biggest selling point for me. And I've had this vision of just making it such a chill hangout spot with a bunch of string lights, and I I wanted to get a projector and watch movies out there with my friends. But the problem is that it's dipped in a weird way that when it rains, the water collects and then the whole terrace turns black. So I finally, after living here for pretty much six months, got it power washed and I set up my string lights. I set up my projector. It is such a fucking vibe out there. <laughs> I just want to live out there instead. So if you see me camping out there, mind your fucking business. I'm excited about it. I've already been out there like a bajillion times and it just makes me happy because I spend a ridiculous amount of money to live in my apartment. I feel like I I have made it worth the amount of money that I'm spending now. Another update from December. I hung out with this guy that I've hung out with before. I think I met him in June of last year and it was super casual. I don't even want to say that we ghosted each other because like I said, it wasn't really anything. We just kind of hung out maybe two or three times and that was just it. And then we just went our separate ways. But then months later, he added me on Snapchat. <laughs> First of all, don't come at me for having a Snapchat. I don't know why I have it. He added me and 
has been sliding in my Snapchat DMs for a minute. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe we can hang out again because he's hot. We hung out and it was great. And mind you, we went to a bar. So we were drinking and we ended up going back to his place. And I've hooked up with him before. So it wasn't like a first time thing, but we were hooking up in his living room and (laughs) I am down on all fours doing what I do best which is sucking his dick. (laughs) And in the middle of it, he's like, this is so hot. Can I record you? I'm like, motherfucker, you got me. You fucking got me. (laughs) You got me in a vulnerable position here. I crack under pressure. I was just completely caught off guard. And so, you know, you're probably all thinking, oh, obviously she said no and she left. Nope. I said yes because I'm an idiot. Moving forward, I now know what I'm going to say. First off, if I'm just not in the mood or I'm not feeling it, I'm going to say, go fuck yourself and I'm going to dip. Or if I am into it, I'm going to say, you can record it from my phone and I will think about sending it to you. That's what I should have said. But nope. I'm like, yep, go right the fuck ahead. Please be my guest. Record me with your balls to my chin. Love that. Hindsight is twenty twenty, And honestly, I think that's some weak ass energy. You really did that when I was vulnerable. And we don't like that. That's rude and disrespectful. And I don't know. It's just not sitting well with me. I think that if we were more serious or if I was like in a relationship with him, then I would have been down and completely fine with it. But I was not feeling great about it. Like the second I left his place, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? (laughs) So don't do what I do. (laughs) I feel like that's like the 500th time I've said this. Like just use me as an example of what not to do in life. It also pains me that because I was so caught off guard, I couldn't really focus on what I was doing. I feel like I gave him the JV performance when I could have given the varsity performance, you know what I mean? So that kind of sucks because I could have done better. (laughs) You're all like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Kelly? You shouldn't have done it at all. But I'm over here like, I should have choked on it harder. I swear I'm okay in the head, okay? Everything's fine. But obviously, as soon as I left, I was like, damn, what just really happened? Kind of a low blow, kind of a sus move, you know? And so my brain starts functioning and I'm like, how do I get this man to delete this video? So I'm like, whatever, we'll hang out again. He actually went away for Christmas for like two fucking weeks And I'm like, hit me up when you get back. This motherfucker gets back and does not hit me up. So now I'm pissed off and I'm like, okay, well, I need to think of a way to get back at him if he fucking tries me because I'm not trying to see this video pop up anywhere (laughs) ever. I actually just need it to burn in hell. And so the best part of this whole thing is that this wonderful human being is a drug dealer. So I highly considered threatening him. (laughs) I did not threaten him. I actually just very nicely asked him to delete it and he said he would. So great. We did not have to go with the threat, but I had that in my back pocket. I'm like, you delete this motherfucking video or I'm calling the cops on your ass, but all good. Apparently it's deleted. We're going to take his word for it, but we're also not putting up with that shit anymore. That's dumb. That's so stupid. That's such a weak move. We are also not surrounding ourselves with men like that. And of course he asked me to hang out again after I asked him to delete the video. So, love that for me. So now it is 2023. Happy fucking new year. 
we're going to talk about what I did on New Year's Eve. I went to a block party in Orlando with a bunch of my friends, and two of which are girls that live in the building that I live in currently. First off, I really don't give a shit about a New Year's Eve midnight kiss. I think that it's way overhyped and it puts way too much pressure on what should be a really chill, fun, free, live your fucking life kind of night. And so I personally did not want to have a New Year's Eve kiss because what if he sucks at kissing? And that's just how I rang in my new year. I actually find it to be a power move if you're single and not kissing somebody at midnight on New Year's Eve. So that's how I felt about that. But of course, with the drinks flowing and the pressure of my friends who did want New Year's Eve midnight kisses, I did feel in the moment like, oh shit, maybe I do want to kiss somebody. But I'm glad that I did not. And I had a really good time <laughs> until shit got kind of weird. I don't even know what time it was. It must have been like two or three. I, I literally have no clue. I have no clue when the party ended. I have no clue when we left. But we ended up talking with a group of guys. There were two guys that I was attracted to and I knew were attracted to me. So I'm like, great. We love options. We're going to refer to them as guy A and guy B so nobody gets confused. So, guy B is asking me a million questions about my life. He just seems so intrigued by me. I'm picking up what he's putting down. Fast forward, we're trying to get an Uber now. My toxic trait is that I never want a good time to end. So, I'm like, let's have an after party at my apartment. And at this point, it is my friend that lives in my building and these two guys and myself. I'm starting to feel the pressure. I'm like, which one am I taking back? So I'm like, we need to keep the party going so I can figure out which one I want, whatever. So after trying to get an Uber for probably an hour, guy A says, I drove here. I'm okay to drive. I can drive all of us to your place. So we're like, great. We all get in his car and as we're driving, we're like, no, you're making the wrong turns. Like, do you know where you're going? We were so confused. I'm blacked out. <laughs> So we pull up to some random apartment complex and I'm like looking at my friend like, it was nice knowing you, we're about to die. She was like, we're just dropping off guy B. I'm such a fucking idiot. So I'm like, okay, wait, why are we doing that? I thought we were having an after party, but I'm rolling with the punches. So we pull up to this guy's apartment. Meanwhile, the entire car ride, he was sitting in the passenger seat and he was leaning back talking to us and I'm sitting behind the driver and he has his hand on my knee the whole time. He's like squeezing it. But then we go to drop him off and he turns around and he's like, it was nice meeting you guys. Have a great night. Happy new year, whatever. I'm confused as fuck. I'm like, what is going on? He didn't even ask for my number. And so my friend's like, get out, go ask for his number. I'm like, the fuck? I'm not doing that. And so we leave. And now it is guy A, myself, and my friend. At this point, it is process of elimination. I'm taking guy A back with me. I still wanted to have fun before just like calling in a night. So the three of us go up to my apartment and we're just talking, continuing to get to know each other, just having a good time. For some reason, I thought it was a really good idea to take edibles. So guy A and I take them and we're no longer making sense. So my friend decides to leave. We're just chilling on my couch. It must have been like 5 a.m. and he lets me know that guy B actually has a girlfriend. So that's excellent. Now guy Guy A and I are making out. Except that it was more of like, Guy A needed oxygen and the oxygen was in my mouth. <laughs> 
but not in a good way. Everything was so frantic and chaotic. And mind you, this man is 34. He's attractive and he's a doctor. (laughs) It just didn't really make sense that he didn't know how to kiss. It wasn't terrible, but I would say it was probably a six and a half out of 10. Could be better. Lots of room for improvement. And so before I know it, my tits are out. I don't know how it happened. Like I said, everything was just so frantic and that's just not really my vibe. I like to build tension. I like to go slow and like be in the moment and enjoy every little thing that's happening. But he clearly just wanted to be inside me immediately. I'm already getting turned off by it. Mind you, while we're making out, he is grasping on to my tits for his life. It's as if my tits are the edge of a cliff and he is fucking hanging off. I'm like, dude, what is happening? I am going to have bruises in the morning. You need to chill out. I can't tell you how many times I must have said, you're hurting me or ow or please be gentle. (laughs) I'm like trying to literally give him step-by-step instructions on how to touch my body and he was just not listening at all. It was actually unbelievable. So now I'm like, "Mm, the chances of us having sex are slim to none, but I'm not ruling it out entirely. I was pretty much there, but not all the way. So now he's sucking on my tits. I swear to God, I thought this man was trying to get some milk out of me. I'm like, if you want some milk, there's the fridge. You're not getting anything out of me right now. And now I'm really in pain. I pull back and I'm like, eh, kind of done. It's like almost 6 a.m. I'm hella crossfaded. This edible is hitting me extremely hard. I'm like, I want to go to bed. So I'm like, listen, I'm not having sex with you. I'm very tired. I'm gonna go lay down. You're welcome to take a nap before you leave. We get in my bed. Obviously, we continue to make out, but he just keeps pushing for more and more and more. And this was a major trend that I saw in 2022. I cannot tell you how many times I've said no to a guy and they just wouldn't take that for an answer. And I am fucking tired of it. Honestly, I think it's beyond disrespectful. I think it's actually pretty concerning. I'm just not about it. And to make it worse, when I say no, somehow this man or any man that I've said no to will take his own clothes off. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. And I I don't know if other women are like agreeing with me. They're like, yeah, I've, I've experienced this before. Or if people are like, what the fuck? But I have experienced this way more than I should have. I think moving forward, if a guy starts to undress himself and I'm not undressing him, bye. Immediately leave. I'm just not putting up with this shit anymore. I think that undressing the guy is half of the fun. Like I said, I like to take things slowly. I also would like to put in some work. If you have to undress yourself, I've probably already said no more than once. And again, that's very concerning to me. So I'm in my PJs. And this man is fully naked in my bed. I did not, I did not touch him. (laughs) I did not take his clothes off. He took them off himself. I will say he had a very large dick. That man was packing. So I did consider sleeping with him after seeing it, but I was like, you know what? I feel like I'll be in pain for a month 
if I have sex with him because I'm already in pain just making out with him. But this man is now touching himself. I cannot make this shit up. It is now 7 a.m. I am laying there absolutely high out of my mind, exhausted. I just want to go to bed. And he is straight up jacking off looking at me. I'm like, honestly, I feel a little bit scared. Like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? I'm like, you know what? Do your fucking thing. I literally lifted my shirt up and like held my boobs together. I'm like, have at it. I don't give a shit. I'm not touching you. You can do it yourself. This man is like leaning over me, jacking off. He gets a Charlie horse. I have never gotten the ick so fast in my life. He is like, oh my God, fuck. I, oh my, oh my, fuck. I'm so fucking mad. I got a fucking Charlie horse and is like having an absolute temper tantrum. I'm like, okay, we're done here. Sorry about that. You're done. I'm going to bed. When I wake up, be gone. So I wake up the next morning, obviously late as fuck because I stayed up till 7 a.m. And this man is still here. And not only is he still here, but he is still trying to have sex with me. It was probably 12 noon and he kept making comments like, "Uh, I should probably go. I'm like, yes, you should get the fuck out. I did not even kiss this man goodbye. That was my New Year's Eve. And um, it's very confusing because like I said, I felt like he did have some shit going for him and he's hot and he's older and he's a doctor, but nope, he did not know how to touch my body at all. Moving on. So that's how I rang in my New Year. And you know what? It's totally fine because there's only one way to go from there and that is up. We're not having bad sex this year. So I have another story for you. Last year, I was living in Daytona with my parents. I had just moved back from Colorado and I decided to go on Hinge just to get back in the game a little bit, just to message with some guys. I really did not feel like meeting up at all. I did not want to date. And I matched with this guy. He was extremely persistent, but in a good way. He was like, I want to take you here. On this day, at this time, I was like, okay, well, we love a man that makes decisions. He calls me and I'm immediately like, what the F? Because I can talk on the phone all day with my friends, but with guys, eh, not the vibe. So I answer because I figure he's just trying to solidify a date. And like I said, I'm living at home. So I'm at home in my parents' house. They both work from home. So they're home too. And my mom loves to do this thing where she just knocks on my fucking door all the time. (laughs) So I'm on the phone with him and he's not even mentioning the date. He is legitimately playing 21 questions with me to the point where I said, I feel like you're interviewing me. And he's like, yeah, you know, I just go through like a little bit of a screening process before I go on a date because, you know, I just don't want to waste my time. I'm like, okay, buddy, relax. It's not that serious. And that's the point of a first date to get to know each other. I also, like I've mentioned before, don't care to really play 21 questions on the first date. I just want to feel out the vibe. I'm already getting turned off by this guy. Plus the way that he said it was in such an arrogant way. He lost me on that. And to make it worse, he's like, hold on one second. I have a call coming in. And he puts me on hold for, I'm not kidding, 15 minutes. So I hang up. I'm like, I'm not interested. Thank you, next. So I end up telling him, sorry, I'm just not down. Fast forward to a week or two ago, and this man slides into my Snapchat DMs, and he's like, I want to take you out. 8.30, sushi. I'm like, 
okay, buddy, we'll see. I end up looking up his Instagram because I'm like, I honestly forgot what he looked like. And he's cute. He's an attractive guy. So I'm like, okay, possibly. I entertain it a little bit and I'm like, okay, well, I'm really busy because as I've mentioned, I'm working a lot. And when I'm not working, I do like to chill, but I kind of do that before work. So I tend to make plans. So I'm like booked out. (laughs) So he's like, what's your phone number? To which I'm like, okay, I've definitely talked to him on the phone. I definitely have his phone number, but I'm not going to be the person that's like, oh, you already have my phone number. So I'm like, here's my phone number. He texts me and he says, hey, Kelly, you see the old messages, lol. And the old messages are from him. He says, want to get together next week, which I left him on red. And then two days later, he says, okay, I'll take the hint with a peace sign emoji, to which I also left him on red. So I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) I'm like, past Kelly is trying to tell me something right now. And so I just sent him the Homer Simpson meme of him backing into a bush. And then he says, I'll let you make up for your previous mishaps. I'm like, okay, asshole. I'm leaving you on red again. I'm fucking over your shit. I have been wanting to tell this man off since he fucking interviewed me on the phone. I just leave it. I'm like, I'm too heated. I'm not trying to like come at people in 2023. (laughs) We're gonna just reel it back in. And so... We're just leaving him on red. He'll come back. I'm sure of it. He does. He messages me again on Snapchat and he's asking me to hang out. And this was the other night, but I was working. So I'm like, sorry, I'm at work. And he's like, what days are you off? So I tell him Tuesday, Wednesday. And he's like, okay, Tuesday, 830 sushi. I'm like, chill the fuck out with this fucking sushi bullshit. I don't even love sushi that much. So how about you get your head out of your own ass and ask me what I like and then we can decide where we're going to go. Like I said, I'm not down for this guy. I think he's an asshole. And so I'm like, sorry, I already have plans on Tuesday, which is the truth. I'm doing Taco Tuesday with my friend tonight. I'm like, sorry, buddy, can't already have plans. Like if you want to hang out, you have to ask me a little bit more in advance than that. He says, eh, Seems like you're trying to play hard to get and taking long to reply, so I'm good. I'm sorry, what? So I'm like, okay, relax. I don't have my notifications on for Snapchat. Also the truth. I don't need to be constantly on my phone 24-7, so I mute my Instagram and my Snapchat and my Facebook notifications. So then he says, babe, I'm chill as a cucumber, lol. I just remembered that it was hard to make plans with you and I'm too busy for that, lol. I wake up to this message. My blood is boiling. It's fucking 9 a.m., okay? This is not how I need to be starting my day. So I say, to be honest, I found you extremely arrogant a year ago when you called me up and legitimately interviewed me and then put me on hold for 15 minutes. You also judged me for living at home when I had no other options at the time. I had no interest. I was hoping you would have changed over the last year, but as you can understand, I have been hesitant. You haven't changed. I still think you're rude and I still have no interest. And damn, did that feel fucking good. I just can't. I don't really understand. I feel like I'm being punked. I genuinely feel like I am living in a simulation and the people that are like controlling my life are like, how can we fuck with her next? Like, let's send this fucking asshole her way. Now let's send this douchebag this way. Now this fuckboy this way. And it's like, can everybody relax? 
because I am a chill motherfucker. I put up with a lot of shit that I shouldn't. And I kind of just, I don't know, like, I'm not that bitch that's like, go spend a million dollars on me. And like, let's go to fucking dinner. And why aren't you texting me? Why aren't you calling me? Like, no, I don't give a fuck. I'm literally looking for just consistency. I would love to just casually date around, nothing crazy, not looking for a relationship for the record. For some reason, people think that I am. Can we all chill out? And I swear to God, I feel like it says, fuck me over in the worst way possible, be a fucking douchebag, and then dip on my forehead. I am like, can we just can we just stop this ride for a second? I would like to get off. <laughs> as much as all of this sucks, I am somehow grateful for it because I really do believe that it is making me stronger. In the past, I probably would have given in to Guy A from New Year's Eve. I probably would have just had sex with him and I'm proud that I did not. With the guy that interviewed me on the phone, I probably would have still went on a date with him. Glad that I'm not. With the guy that recorded me, I probably would hang out with him again and I fucking might. Who knows? Only because he's hot and he would probably make a good friends with benefits, but whatever. Anyways, besides the point. So I do have one more story for you. So this story starts back in February of 2021. So almost two years ago, I had just helped my boyfriend at the time move to Colorado and I hung out there for about a month because I was unemployed and I was just trying to feel it out if I could see myself living there. Duh, who could not live in Cal California? <laughs> what the fuck? Who could not see themselves living in Colorado? It's like the best fucking place. So duh. I was just vibing. I think I honestly just wanted to get high all the time. Anyways, I figure, hey, why not stop at Arizona on my way back? <laughs> Even though it's a little bit out of the way, who cares? But my brother was living there with his wife and my best friend was living there. So I'm like, I'll hop over there, do a little visit, hang out with my best friend. And so I did. And while we were there, we obviously partied. We went to this place in downtown Phoenix, I think it was. It was some college town or whatever. I don't really remember. But we waited outside for just about a fucking hour to get in. And it was cold. We were not dressed for the weather. So we're like, okay, we just can't wait to get in and get warm and get a drink. We get inside. For some reason, they had to seat us. I don't know why. Maybe it was still around that COVID time of we need to separate everybody. I don't know. We finally get inside. She leads us up to a table on the rooftop where we're exposed to the outside still. <laughs> And she sits us at a table that is probably meant for like 20 people. It's just her and I. And it's like the only table in the center of the whole fucking thing without a heater. We're like, dude, are you joking me? <laughs> and she walks away like immediately. She probably knew. She was like, I'm going to sit these bitches here and dip. So we're looking at each other like, should we just leave? This is not the vibe. But this guy comes over and he's like, hey, um, do you guys want to sit with us? Like, we have a heater. And we're like, bet, say less. So now it's my friend and I, and then four guys, two of which I know are brothers. I thought the three of them were brothers. I, I really have no clue. One of them was a friend. I know that for sure. But anyways, the two that were brothers were the two that were hitting on my friend and I the most. And I'm not going to lie to you, I was digging this guy. He physically was my type to a T. Really tall, 
dark hair, light blue eyes. His personality was A1. He was hilarious. He clearly didn't give a fuck about anything. He didn't care what we thought of him. He was just there to have a good time, and that was the vibe of the night. We laughed so freaking hard that night. I have not had a fun time like that in a long time. Nothing happened. We just got to know each other. But like I said, I had a boyfriend at the time, so I didn't do anything. And that's my biggest regret of 2021. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have thought about him from time to time since then. And the best part about it is we were in Arizona when we met and our first conversation was he was like, I just flew in from where I live in Colorado. And I was like, wait, I just flew in from Colorado. Where do you live? And he was like, oh, I live in Denver. I'm like, no shit. I'm about to move to Denver. I just like always had him in the back of my mind from time to time. He'd pop up to the front like, hey, don't forget about me. Nothing ever happened with that. I haven't seen him since the day I met him and he hasn't really slid into my DMs until the last few months. He has slid in a few times and he'll like, like my pictures and I'll like his, just small stuff. So he actually messaged me at the end of December and was like, hey, not sure if you're in the Tampa area, but... I'm going to be there for the week of January 17th and I would love to hang out. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. I need to finish what I started. <laughs> I have been looking forward to this week for such a long time, but not trying to get my hopes up too high. Like, I don't want to hold my breath on this. I'm sure I'll hear from him closer to the weekend, which is fine with me. I really hope I get to see him even if it is nothing whatsoever. I literally am going into this with zero expectations. I legitimately just want to have a good time because I know that he's a good time and we'll just have fun. Who gives a fuck? And that, again, is what I'm aiming for for 2023. We're keeping it light. We're keeping it breezy. We're just here to casually date around, have some fun while I still can because I'm not settled down. I'm single as fuck. I'm having my cake and eating it too. We're just here to have fun, and that's that. I like stress-free situations. So my friends and I came up with a really great idea where we are going to have a hinge party, and the only rule is that, well, there's two rules. Number one, you have to be single. Number two, first of all, that's sad that I just had to say that, but number two, you have to bring a date from hinge and this has to be your first date we're just gonna hang out on my terrace where like i said it's chill as fuck we're gonna play some music have some drinks and guess what nobody has to spend any fucking money we're just gonna chill it doesn't have to be so serious we're gonna have a good time and like i said to my friends worst case scenario we'll form a kickball league <laughs> it's gonna be fine and maybe we'll just keep doing that and having fun i legitimately can't stress this enough i don't care <laughs> i'm not here for a fucking relationship right now i am having so much fun doing my damn thing with the exception of these fucking assholes that keep coming in and ruining shit for me i just spot the signs now and we end it sooner and that's okay so that's the update on that. I will keep you posted with how the hinge party goes and if we decide to continue doing it, but I feel like it'll be fun. We'll all just be nervous together, breaking the ice together, play some fucking games. I don't know. What could go wrong? <laughs> so that is the update on my life. I know most of that was just dating stuff because 
really that's the only inconsistent part of my life. Everything else is pretty consistent. I'm working a lot. Family stuff is great. Friends are great. I I don't remember if I mentioned it in the beginning of this episode. That's how bad my memory is. But I am studying for a really big exam. I don't really want to talk about it too much because I don't want to jinx myself. But I will talk about that eventually. And yeah, so that's the update. I felt like I needed to do this because like I said, I've been gone for pretty much a month now. And I apologize for that. But I do have a new microphone. The setup is so much easier. In the past, it would take me like two hours to set up my equipment and get it to work. I don't know if I was doing something wrong or if the equipment was just not functioning properly. It would take me forever to set up and I would get so anxious because I felt like I was on such a time crunch and it would take me all day to figure this shit out and then finally record it because I'd be so anxious that I would have to keep stopping and playing and recording and it was just too much. It was just a whole big anxiety fest. We're good now. We have a new microphone. I feel like it sounds pretty good. I'll see how it sounds when I played in my car because that's where I usually listen to podcasts and I feel like other people usually listen to podcasts in their car. I'll make sure it's good and then we'll just fucking go from here. Another side note, my friends, the two that live in my building, want to start a podcast with me as well. I am going to keep this podcast because I owe that to myself and I want something that is solely mine, but I am going to do that with them as well. So once we have figured that out, I will let you guys know what that podcast is and what we'll be doing and talking about on there. Another thing is I am going to start having guests on here. And that's just another thing that I'm excited for for 2023. Also, did you hear my intro music? I fucking made that. Okay. (laughs) I'm a DJ now. (laughs) No, I felt that I could not listen to my old intro any longer. It was killing me. So I know that it was killing you guys too. So we're good. We've come up with a new one and an outro. But that is all I have for you today. And I just want to say thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of this episode. Hopefully it was entertaining in some way or another. And also, please, 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 can you give me some things that you want me to talk about. I'm getting zero feedback. (laughs) I'm acting like I actually am. No, you guys have actually given me feedback. It's been a month since I've recorded, so I feel like I haven't gotten feedback, but please send me questions or send me like crazy stories that I can just rip off on here. Whatever. Help me help you, you know? Anyways, thanks again. Please make sure you're following my show on Spotify and please rate it. Also, Follow me on Instagram at hervillainera. And yeah, thanks so much, guys. Love ya. I'll see you next Tuesday.